Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the show. Today, I'm sitting with Allison McLeod. She is the CMO at Flywire, and we get into a conversation about really proving your worth as a marketer internally, taking what you've done, showing how you drive revenue, showing how you fill pipeline, but still being willing to take chances as a marketing department. So I love this. Just from like anyone who wants to sit in that C-suite one day, this is a great episode to listen to. But before we get into it, as always, we put on this show here at Cave. We are a social media first agency based out of Los Angeles, helping companies all throughout North America with their social strategy and content. If you're feeling like, man, my social media needs a little bit of a uptick, a little pick me up, then head over to cavesocial.com. Hit that contact us. We'd love to help you out. All right. Sit back, relax, enjoy this episode. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the show. Today, I am sitting with Allison McLeod. She is the CMO at Flywire. Allison, how are you doing? I am great. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to have you on and chat all things marketing, marketing departments, you know, championing the message internally as well as externally. But before we get into that, I want to hear your story. How did you find your way to Flywire and ultimately the C-suite? Sure. So I've been at Flywire now for two and a half years, and it's been a pretty incredible run so far. So I lead all of our global marketing teams across demand gen, product marketing, creative brand design, and our consumer growth marketing as well. And just off the heels of our IPO in May, so even being part of that shift from uh, private to public company, which has been really exciting the last several months. Prior to Flywire, I was not necessarily looking. I was at a cybersecurity company, somewhat of the same run, went from private company through public company, really successful in the cybersecurity space. And I spent a good deal of my career running growth marketing and focusing on demand gen and business development, BDR programs, lead generation, um, analytics, measurement, really, really passionate about it. But I've always had that desire to lead all of marketing. And when the opportunity for Flywire popped up, when I met our CEO, Mike Massaro, and the rest of our amazing board and our executive team and the Flymates, it was couldn't really pass it up. It was definitely the opportunity I was looking for. I am a lifelong marketer, however, so I've spent all of my career in marketing communications major at college, did my master's degree in integrated marketing. So I always knew that this was the area that I wanted to focus on. I think mainly because one, yes, it is the ability to be creative, but it's also the ability to drive growth. And I just love that that marketing is at the intersection of everything. And you have the opportunity to work with so many departments, so many teams, and it certainly keeps it exciting. Yeah, it's interesting to hear, right? You like communication has been the name of the game for you from college all the way through yeah. and seen a lot for sure throughout your career. I could bet on it. Now, I want to get into one of these problems that I think, at least for I'll speak for myself, then I'll, I'll be interested to hear if you kind of had the same experience. I came out, I got into marketing, I kind of stumbled into it, but then I was kind of a... I believed in it and I knew that it was having impact. However, I didn't have no idea how to prove that impact. I had no idea how to tie creative output to 
what was going on with the company outside of this person clicked this thing and bought this thing. But I looked around, you know, that never made sense to me when I looked around my bedroom and was like, I don't know the moment that I said, oh, I'm going to buy an iPhone. There wasn't like one ad that said, that's the one that makes me want iPhone or, you know, or, or, or like the Minnesota Vikings more than the Green Bay Packers or whatever it may be. So I always had trouble with that. And I'm interested to hear how you approach this balancing of like, your gut and data, but then two, turning that into an internal story and narrative that's easy to say to the rest of the team. They'll be like, look, here's the impact we're having. Here's how we're doing it. You know, I think that's such a struggle and it's corporation to corporation is very different, but I'd love to hear your thoughts on how you ingest data, use your experience, everything to say, look, here's the impact that marketing is having, you know, from that internal communication standpoint. Yeah. Great question and always changing, but I think you have to start with why, like what's your purpose, what's your mission? So many marketing teams and myself, I've done this in the past. You try to measure everything and put a value on everything and you try to quantify every single thing you do, which is almost impossible, right? Particularly when you're doing things that are driving awareness and advocacy and loyalty with your, with your clients and customers. So I think, you know, first and foremost, it's like, what is the purpose of marketing in this organization, right? And that generally is pretty consistent. But I look at what we stand for at Flywire and in past companies I've been at, and it's first and foremost, telling our story internally, externally to all of the audience we serve. And secondly, it's driving revenue. And there's lots of things that we do, but they all have to align with those two core pillars. And that's not to say everything will be successful and can be measured, right, to tie exactly to that output, but they all they all correlate. In terms of, you know, how you decide where to invest and how to prove that value, one, I think it's important to continue to share that message internally with your organization of what marketing does, the value of marketing, how it is driving and growing the business, and again, what those core values are. But I think also being pretty prescriptive with the KPIs that you're measuring, if you're showing up with 25 different things, it's very difficult to get people to understand like, okay, great, like clicks, views, like which one of those matters, right? Some are more of a gauge. And you kind of want to focus on those metrics that are more important to your business. The other thing is in terms of, you know, you want to be careful not to say, oh, well, this didn't immediately drive revenue. So we're not going to do it anymore. Right. There are some things where you want to have that hypothesis. I'm a big believer of like phasing things and testing small. I think the second you say we're going to build this big blown out plan, you're six months away from even starting. So it's like, where do you start? Right. Maybe it's we want to build a content strategy and build an audience. Maybe it's a quick blog series to the persona that you're going after. Like, how do you start measuring the engagement there? Then you're building up more, say, as research or thought leadership content. How do you continue to build that and understand along the way? Is it having the intended effect we want to? So I think that's a big piece of it is making sure you have the plan to get there and then how you communicate that back to your stakeholders and your team. Yeah, having the plan, testing, iterating. And I love this, like the goal of being in business is to drive revenue, right? I think we lose that sometimes in startup land where it's just like, get users. It's like, eventually we have to get revenue. But one of the things that I think gets in marketers way, and it's something that I know when executives have bought in, it's really helpful is when everything is tied back to revenue, we see less chances being taken, Yes, right? And that becomes like, well, I know that if I do this, like, Facebook ad campaign, I can at least have some like X amount of leads, 
you know, then say the revenue. But now we're not stepping out and thinking about maybe some bolder emotional swings that we could take as a marketing department. So how, like in your experience, how has that balance been? Or how have you, is it executive buying? Is it hiring the right people below to push to be like, no, we have to do these things? Like how much should I put into hey, what's working, let's not break that. I know I can fix that. But then two, setting aside some time for like, we are going to take you know a bigger swing here. We might test it with little things, but a TikTok strategy, for instance, might seem crazy. But when you start to look at the data and behind it, it's like, okay, it's surpassing YouTube and watch time. Like now is the time that brands probably need to start figuring it out, right? And it's like, but how do you correlate that back to sales? And there's so many things of like, it's definitely not safe. It's definitely new. It's young. So I don't know. There's like a cluster there that I think is hard to kind of pull from. But I'd love to hear your thoughts on taking chances. Yeah. So I would say, I think for anyone leading marketing, like, yes, of course, you want to make sure that you have buy-in from others, but you shouldn't do so at the face of like trying to drive drive complete consensus because then you'll never try anything. I think it's really important to empower your marketing team, right? There's the business as usual. There's the table stakes. Like we know we have to do this. This works. We're doubling down here. But then there are things where you're like, we might have strong conviction here. We might believe that we should test and iterate. And here's what that test might look like. And it's okay if we fail. I actually encourage people to fail, right? Because then we're not going to learn anything. Like try it, fail fast. What did we learn? Was there anything we could take on it to iterate it? Maybe it was a new social channel, but I think it's incredibly important, particularly for marketers. Like the world changes so fast. People buy and consume different ways all the time. You look at just the rise of social media and the different channels, TikTok that didn't exist a couple of years ago. Now it's the most popular one. We have to stay ahead of that. And if you're just doing the same things you've always done, you're never really going to move that needle to be different and try anything different. So I'm a big believer in experimentation, but you know, making sure you have those guardrails to understand like what is an experiment? How do I know it's working or not? How do I gauge? Do I keep going? Do I change it? Or do I just cut bait and go in a different direction? And that's all okay. It's all about learning. So I try to make sure that we do carve out, like, what is that experimentation that we're trying? Of course, easier said than done. We all end up being really, really busy people. But I think it's very important to ingrain that in the culture of a marketing team. Yeah, I I love that idea too of like, okay, setting aside time and then putting some like time boundaries on what does this experiment look like, right? We wanted to start this podcast and I said, well, we're committing to doing 50 episodes. Mm -hmm. That's my test, right? Does this work? Does it help the business? 50. Okay. I can wrap my head around that. Cool. Now we're all working towards it. You know, same thing with a blog strategy or doing events, right? You go to one event. If you go to one event, you're just going to burn 20 grand on a booth. But if you like, (laughs) but if you start to go to a bunch or fly around or whatever your your tactics are, but I like this idea too, of being like, okay, we're going to experiment. What does that look like? Pushing the team to say, like, really think about what do you need from this? Do you need room to do 25 blogs over the next six months? Like, Mm -hmm. what does it look like? And then what are our KPIs behind that, right? I think that's so important to tie it together and into kind of like what we talked about offline. Like, not only is it going to get customers in the door, but now you're able to take that back to the internal team that worked on it and be like, look, you are driving revenue. People want to feel like they're part of the company and like they're yes. that they're helping the company. And then two, to the executive team to be like, give me more marketing budget. We can do more of this. <laughs> kind of going back to the first point, how do you go about like communicating wins, culture, getting the team to really get in and believe like, oh, hey, we're not just creating content for the sake of it. We're not in the sea of sameness. Like we really are driving, you know, revenue, helping the company grow. 
when I speak of where I am today, we have a bit of a unique strategy where we're multi-verticals, which actually keeps it super exciting, right? So we're working closely alongside the sales teams and client success teams along four verticals. So we're very focused on the metrics that we're driving, how we're enabling sales. We're big on culture of sharing, right? So we have a global marketing team. Every week we're meeting to go over what are those wins? How do we keep each other informed? What did we learn? Did someone try something over here? We should share over here. We also do quarterly QBRs or twice annually of larger ones to understand what are the key metrics we're driving? How are we performing? What's working? Where should we invest more, double down? And we do spend a fair amount of time, particularly the marketing leadership team. We just did an offsite meeting a couple months ago of like, where are we? Where do we want to be? Is it matching the intention, right? Is the result matching the intention that we want to have? Are we growing the team in, the, in that we want to? Are we sharing internally to people to understand the value of marketing? And I think those are so important for people to feel like they're part of something. Because it is one thing to be able to look at something and say, oh, it's so great. I know that I had a hand in that you know, that campaign and that campaign helps to drive pipeline and close deals. And that's amazing. But I also think that doesn't so much motivate everyone, right? Particularly the marketing team. And you have people across all different disciplines when you think design and creative and people do want to feel like they're part of something that could be storytelling. They want to feel like they're part of the wins. So I think making sure that there's ample opportunity for everyone to share that, right? What does that mean to them? How do they feel like they're having impact and how do we move forward? So at first it's starting with the, like the vision, the mission, the key metrics that we're focused on, right? And then also making sure that each person and each team feels like they have the ability to share and explain their impact on the team and on the organization. I love that. Giving them room, right, for the team to to grow and then to share, like you're saying, to share their opinions, to see what's, to, to share their wins. Like all of that stuff just comes together and I think makes a more robust marketing department. Before we wrap up, I do want to let people know where they can, one, connect with you online, and then two, just flywire, give us the elevator pitch and where they can go learn more about the company. Yeah, sure. So connecting with me, you can find me on LinkedIn. That's my, I would say that is probably the most used social channel I have. I am on Twitter, but um, not as a frequent on the Twitter sphere as I used to be. So LinkedIn is probably the better place where I spend most of my time. And then overall on Flywire, I'm happy to give just an overview on that. So again, as I mentioned, we're a global payments and enablement company. We do one very simple thing as our mission is simple. We help our clients get paid and then we help their customers pay easily from anywhere around the world. And we're vertically focused. We focus on high stakes, high value payments across education, healthcare, travel, and B2B industries. We've got over 600 now. We call ourselves Flymates, our employees all around the world. And I will do a shameless plug. We are hiring. We're hiring and marketing globally. So certainly reach out if there's interest in learning more. You guys got it. So if you're looking for a solution to get paid, which I know if you're a business owner, <laughs> that's always top priority. And then two guys, if you're listening to the show and you're like, hey, I'd love to change it up. I, I need to, I'm looking for a new gig. Head over to Flywire, look at their careers page. I'll put links to both Allison's LinkedIn and Flywire's website in the show notes so you can head there and connect. Allison, thank you so much for coming on today. This has been awesome thank and I appreciate you. it. Thank you. Cool. Thanks for having me. Awesome, everybody. That's it for this episode. As always, I'm your host, Jordan Shelton, and I'll catch you next time.